0: Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake with myself, BBD, on the 1s, 2s, and 3s, if you're lucky today. New York baseball is in a bad way right now as the Yankees lose two home series to the Sox and Sox. Uh, the Mets are in a worse position. The New York Mets are 31-35. and That is the same record as the Cincinnati Reds. Um, man, there's a pile of <clears throat> coulda, woulda, shouldas right now. Right below 500, the Phillies are a game below 500. Mariners two, Guardians three. Padres and Guardians have the same record, and those are slightly better than the Mets and the Reds. The Cardinals are below that. Um, I wanted to, you know. Do a little update on the Yanks because I, I think last night or at least the comments during Talking Yanks that people were surprised to see which version of Jake they got because it's... Uh, the roster and the vibes are just in such a bad way which is bizarre because I sat here and told you how the Yankees tricked... Talked me into thinking that they could be a contender this year. And it's because, without Aaron Judge, the guy who has been a 1.1 player... The past two years, they feel very different without Bader, who has been, who's a top three two-way player. I keep saying two-way. Is there a better way to say that? Because Otani's Mm. kind of blown it.
1: Like, yeah.
0: How do you say plays offense and defense?
1: I think you got to call it two-way. Everyone just needs to know you don't mean Shohei Otani.
0: Brian Hoke had a good laugh at that last night. Um... That I know it's going to happen. They're going to come back. They'll play a better brand of baseball because they're missing two of their better players. Um, It just feels like... I feel like I've seen other teams get hurt and they don't feel like they get punished in the same way. So, uh, we'll do a little Mets-Yankees and I want to do a little uh, check-in on last year's standings. Just see what was different and what was not. Um, Because Trev said it today, we're about... The one-third through the season. We've done this throughout where we were laughing that it was one-tenth. We we're laughing that it was one-sixth. Now one-third. I mean, the season's real. All-star voting's happening. All-star game's a month away. Uh, We'll be heading out there, by the way. Um, and this whole episode is brought to you by DraftKings. Hit it out of the park this baseball season with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you use code BAKERS only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling prom Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.org in New York. Call 877-8HOPE-NY. Text HOPE-NY in Kansas. Call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Kazoo. Casino and resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but ages vary by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance, opt-in, and 10-plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at Sportsbook.DraftKings.com slash terms. Hello! Had a good weekend. Went to a concert with Jess. Nice. Went to the boxing event. Nice, nice. Uh, Yankees lose. I um. I've laid this out in every which way, and I will do it one last time for the Bakers. I will go through the Yankees roster and their best position slash. If they can't play that position at a major league level, they're getting called a DH. Willie Calhoun, DH. Glaber Torres getting very close to second base slash DH. It's getting weird and bad out there. Rizzo, first base, sure. Stanton, DH. Jake Bowers, first base or DH. Um, DJ Lemayhu second base. Billy McKinney, left field, a new friend. Trevino, catcher. Volpe, maybe second base. Uh, we'll find out. Donaldson catcher, or Donaldson third, Higgy catcher, as Cabrera, I lean third base from what I've seen. Um, IKF third base. So, just a quick recap of the current Yankees roster. I named two catchers. Um, I had three third basemen at the end. mm mm-hmm. um, I have two second basemen that are supposed to be starters. Mm-hmm. And then I have Billy McKinney, DHs. Well, I had Volpe as a second baseman too. Um, the Yankees roster is bizarre to me. They they've outthought themselves the past little while. From going from all righty hitters when you play at Yankee Stadium, the place where Babe Ruth. Um, and now they just have all these guys, they have value lefties, Willie Calhoun, Jake Bowers, guys that they thought they could tap into, because I think playing at Yankee Stadium, they think they can get more value to them, a little bit of the DD Gregorius effect, because Dede pulls all his homers, but I think the counterpoint to that would be get someone who's really good, and it might make them great. A la what Rizzo was doing before his biggest slump of the season. So, Yankees roster is really messy. They still have the best bullpen ERA. Their starting pitching is even giving them performances. 27th and on base percentage, the New York Yankees? Like, that's...
1: That goes against, like, the Yankees.
0: That's tragically bad. Uh, They will play the New York Mets this week. Who the Mets, my goodness, Pete Alonzo is hurt. Their little stat page screenshot, uh, the fan graphs one that I like that gives you an instant offense, defense, or excuse me, offense, starting pitching, relief pitching. 18th in OPS, 21 in batting average, 16th in runs. Middle of the pack offense
1: would be nice. Are courteous to them. I, I think they're. I think Mets fans are pleasantly surprised to hear they're sort of middle of the pack.
0: You know, they they got names you do know, and they've got other names you don't that are are giving them some real efforts. Um, Alvarez recently, he's uh, he's looking the part. Starting pitching, twenty fifth in ERA. Now, sometimes when you do this, like, for example, their relief pitchers are 22nd in ERA, but they're 7th in whip, which is slightly more telling for relievers because you have a couple blow-up spots in there, and that can change pretty quickly. Although they are worse in homers per nine, that's bad. Their bullpen, I think you might be able to spin it as a middle of the pack, but it hasn't been, hasn't been high-level. They're starting pitching 25th in ERA, 26th in whip, 29 in walks per nine, 24th in hits per nine, 25th in home runs per nine. They've been a bottom five pitching staff. The pitching staff is Scherzer, Verlander, Sanga, Carrasco, and right now McGill is in there as well. Um, Quintana. Remember when they signed him? He's been out pretty much this whole time. If I told you Sanga was going to be the best Mets starting pitcher this year, I think you'd be thinking Mets World Series with Scherzer and Verlander and Carrasco. Straight up bizarre. Everyone says they feel old. I know when we did their TPP and you looked at all the ages, you were like, that does feel old. When I see the Marlins rotation is all 26, 27, 28, and you see the Mets are... 38, 40, 36. The Mets are 31 and 35. They're nine and a half out of first place in the NL East. The Yankees are nine and a half back of the AL East. Different feels to the top of those division seasons. So, what I wanted to do, and these two teams play two games, it's crazy that the matchups. Feel daunting. Sevy and Scherzer versus Cole and Verlander. Before the season, you would have said that's electric. New York's going to be a zoo. Going to the Subway Series games last year, was that the Lindor 3-Homer game? Was uh, that two I two that was ago?
1: 21.
0: It won me over. I kind of wasn't into the Subway Series that much. It was intense. The crowd is passionate. You can feel like New York City trash talk in the stands. Both these teams are, like, dreading these games. Um, and I don't know what comes next. Uh, Mets obviously need better efforts from their starting pitching. Yankees, Bader may come back during this series, or he might come back for the Red Sox. We're waiting on the next update on Judge. There's whispers in Yankees land that he's he's good and he's trying to make it back for the Red Sox series next weekend. I'm not going not gonna to believe that until I see it, because why... The Yankees aren't playing for June in their heads when I think they need to be. New York City baseball was supposed to be one of the most electric seasons in New York City baseball history, and it has not. And that's where, for kind of the second half of this episode, I want to flash back legally to last year. And see what was going on. Because I always think that's a fun exercise. Uh, Last year, on June 12th, Sunday, June 12th, so a day behind, uh, Carlos Rodon had a great start for the Giants. Shut down the Dodgers. Paul Danish got, or Tyler Danish got the win for the Red Sox. We're not going to focus on that. (laughs) I want to go into records the New York Yankees last year, BBD, 44 and 16. Good. 44 and 16. Right now, the Rays are 48 and 20. So a couple games ahead. But basically, that's if the Rays were four and four in their last eight. The Yankees got off to an incredible start last year. 7,27 win percentage at this time. Uh, the Rays are a seven oh six right now. Just kind of crazy to think about. It was new Rizzo was back. He had incredible April. Uh, the pitching was so so good for the Yankees. They they were getting incredible starts every night. Uh, Cole Nestor Monty Sevy was back. They had an eight-and-a-half game lead on the AL East. We know that they went on to have a bad August. They almost blew it. I think they got within, like, three games at one point towards early September, but then they won a couple series. Rays fell off. They ended up winning the East. Toronto was 35-24 and 24 this time last year. The Rays were 35-25, and 25. Um, so they were basically the same in the standings. Um, they were third and fourth in the AL behind the Houston Astros or second. Minnesota, Boston, Cleveland. And then I think it's kind of funny in the American league. There's really one outlier. Cause I've been telling myself forever, like something in this baseball season hasn't happened yet. And that may sound super obvious. Like, In this baseball season, are the St. Louis Cardinals going to go? Every time I think it's going to happen, it doesn't. Uh, As you climb up the list, let's let's do this honestly, right? Oakland Athletics, no. Five-game win streak, though. Royals, no. Rockies, no. Nationals, no. Cardinals, maybe. They don't make you believe at any point when you want to, but maybe. Detroit Tigers, no. Cubs, anything?
1: At this point, it does not feel like it. Of everyone but the Cardinals, the, the best that we've said so far.
0: But. How about both Chicago teams right now, back-to-back? 23rd and 24th best records. I don't know. Shock us, I guess. Mets, you got to believe, right? That's the whole mantra. Uh, Reds, it feels like they've almost already had their spike, their glycogen level boost, but it might still be happening. So much young talent. And then you really get into the Padres, Guardians, Mariners, Phillies. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. I don't know if the mic caught that. So last year, and we've talked about it a little bit, but we haven't said any actual numbers, the Seattle Mariners were twenty-seven and thirty-three at this point last year. Twenty seven and thirty-three. They finished ninety and seventy two. So they were what, six games under five hundred? They end up finishing Am I doing under five hundred math properly? Is it just the wins subtracted by the losses, or vice yeah. versa? Like twenty-seven and thirty-three would be six games under five hundred.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, you would need to win that many in a row to be five hundred.
0: Freaked myself out with that earlier, but I'm I'm glad that's right. That the Mariners they ended up eighteen games above. So like Julio clicked, the rest of the team figured it out. They had a great finish to the season. Uh, Guardians did something kind of similar last year. Uh, Cleveland was 29 and 27 at this point. They ended up finishing 92 and 70 themselves, So two games above 500 to 22. Pretty impressive run by the Guardians. Uh, They were behind the Twins in the standing at that point. So this time last year, the Guardians and Seattle Mariners were not in the playoff picture. They turned it on. Seattle was essentially bad or disappointing. Cleveland was middle of the pack. Minnesota, the Boston Red Sox were ahead of them at the time. They turned it on and went. I'm sure a couple teams are going to do that this year. In the American League. Um, As the standings land today. I hate the AL Central. Mm. Jimmy was right. It's just nothing. Twins in first place at 33 and 33. Maybe the guard dogs kicking a gear again. They're 31 and 34 right now. Not too, too far off from where they were. Um, felt like they had a lot of their offense being as dreadful as it was, was kind of shocking. It shouldn't have been that bad. And then we'll see if the Seattle Mariners can tap into it again, right? Like they were, I, I was going with an iron sharpens iron theory and young and getting better that they would thought they had a, you know, could stay toe to toe with Houston this year. Apparently had the wrong team. Texas Rangers uh have Wrong stayed
1: flight.
0: yeah, have stayed head and shoulders above Houston that I guess what I'm wondering when Trevor said the one third pull today, if you have two thirds of a good season, you can erase that one third very easily. But I don't know. Uh, those teams have been so uninspiring up until this point. The Phillies with their hot and run colds of we catch up to 500, we lose a bunch of games. We catch up to 500, we lose a bunch of games. They just caught up to 500 again, 32 and 33. Are they gonna go um, in that pocket, man? I mean, from in all of baseball to see from 17 to 22. Phillies, Mariners, Guardians, Padres, Mets. Those are like five sexy baseball teams. Mets, Padres, no joke in the National League, right? Mm -hmm. Phillies went to the World Series. They played the Padres in the CS. Padres played the Mets before that. Guardians and Mariners, they were the young upstart teams last year. And the the Guardians won a lot of people over because it was kind of a... Wait, we've spent so much time drooling over Toronto. Like, these Guardians are good, and they have so much young talent, and they have a, a track record of being successful now. A lot of uninspiring baseball for each team's fan base. Like I don't know when you check in with guard dogs or Mariners Twitter i I don't see a lot of people boasting like here we go let us cook it's they're disappointed they've been, they've watched under 500 baseball all year long that uh yeah in the al really Seattle Seattle's the only true outlier because Cleveland was above 500 they just Minnesota was playing better. The Orioles began to turn it on, but it it didn't really bring them into contention. They ended up landing in a fine spot. They were just, they were always hovering from the wild card like you had to mention them, but they never got in-in. Last year on this date in the National League, you know who had the best record in the NL, Biebs?
1: Last year? well. And one team that had a historic year with 111 wins,
0: the New York Mets were 40 and 22 last year. That gave them the best record in the National League at this point. A little bit of a different story thus far, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, 40 and 22. Dodgers were behind them, 37 and 23. Padres were 37 and 24, a half game back. Kind of Padres, we're chasing you. We're in it. Uh they couldn't couldn't hold surf. I forgot the Giants got off to a good start. They were oh, 33 yeah. and 26 last year coming off their really good season. That fell off. Uh St. Louis, Arizona, Milwaukee, Philly was 500. They're not scared. Arizona a few games below and then the rest of the National League kind of there wasn't a big funny business team last year from this time last year. So as much as I tried to get the Cardinals hype train going, and hey, things change year to year in baseball, but with how many teams are in that kind of fugly area right now, I thought I was going to look back at last year's standings and be like, oh, it's baseball. It's a long season. You survive, and then you go, and you figure it out, and and that's that. Not really. Not really, especially especially from last year's National League. And something that's kind of eye-opening, third worst record in the National League this time last year, Chicago Cubs. They are in the National League, they're fourth worst right now. They're a game up on the Cardinals. The Cubby, since their World Series times, it's been a lot of, a lot of you. Just not a lot of... I mean, I I send myself in circles every time I look at their page, because I know Belly's been out for a while now, which we actually, to be honest, just kind of found out in the office today, because... All the Yankee fans want him because he can catch a fly ball and be lefty. Mm. Um, Their starting pitching numbers are great. And that's, we got into a lot of fights with, not a lot of fights, uh, the Cubs TPP. Cubs fans really drew their swords about their starting pitching. And I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know about all that. Stroman has been awesome. Steele had been awesome. He just got hurt. Hendricks had a special start the other day. Tyone has bounced back a little bit. And then I guess Nico Horner has been good. He was, he was, uh, he slumped for May after I think he got a little banged up and no belly, even though belly was good. I don't know. I know there's a lot of eyes on the Cubbies right now. Uh, for a lot of teams hoping that they get in the trade mix, hoping they trade away their good players because there would be a lot of fun. There'd be a rental Cody Bellinger. Um, Would they move any of their other guys? Obviously not Dansby. That's a long contract. They just locked up Happer. Marcus Stroman just had the quotes come out that were Soto-esque. He was like, yeah, you know, I've tried to talk to the Cubs about extension, but we didn't really get anywhere. Which for me, that's kind of a sign of like, okay, that's why is that public? Doesn't doesn't do much for anyone being public, really. Um, Trey Mancini's on that roster; could be a nice pickup for someone. I don't know if you're the Cubs, you have to be taking a really interesting look in the mirror. That if you don't start to go soon. It's very clearly not happening this season. The Reds are better than you right now, and they feel a lot better. On paper and off paper. And St. Louis Cardinals have been worse than them. But I guess it's just felt as bad as it could be for St. Louis almost the entire year. That if it ever felt good, you wonder... You wonder if that could change it. But again... I And
1: St. Louis is a roster that's done it in the regular season for the most part. True. Obviously, some in, some out, but
0: Yes. No, they um previous to this, St. Louis has a track record that's very impressive. Remember all the Wilson Contreras talk early on this season? How nuts was that? That's crazy. Gimme Yachty at manager. That's what I want. Um I think Other things of note last year, expanded playoffs, right? So we had more teams in it. Uh, The best team in the AL, the best teams that didn't make the playoffs were the Minnesota Twins, who are 35-27, which, by the way, that's pretty comparable to a good record right now. The Miami Marlins... 37-29. Thirty-seven and twenty-nine, same as the Astros, same as the Dodgers. I don't think people are buying. I think they tend to be selling there. Um, in the National League, Mets, Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Giants missed last year's playoffs. They were thirty-three and twenty-six. So. Thirty-three and twenty-six. I mean, you're looking at Pittsburgh Pirates, Los Angeles Angels range, um, which again, I don't think anyone would be too too shocked if those teams fell off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess where I was going with this, and I've I've now reiterated once or twice that slog, that seventeen to twenty-two. Philly, Seattle, Cleveland, San Diego. You know what, Cincy? You can be invited to the party just because it makes it easier for me in the New York Mets. Six teams. Five of them had true playoff. Five of them had true playoff goals and I'd say four of them had World Series goals and not like funny business. And the Reds right now are the most fun team of that bunch. And there's a lot of young talent to go with it. That it truly is go time. Um, you know, again, we've, we've done it. We've done our, not decimals, fractions. Remember when you learn multiplying fractions and you got to cross them? Oh, no, you multiply the top by the bottom and the bottom by the top. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing? This is awful. It's go time. It's go time. And if I'm looking for teams that I, I think I'm into, the Phillies have a really good home record. I'm interested in that. They're 19 and 11 of those teams. Uh, the contrary to that is they have the worst road record 13 and 22 on the road. Um, all those other teams are pretty balanced because, let's be honest, they're a little below 500. So almost everything's a little below 500. Uh, The other thing that I thought was interesting, of those teams, the team that has the best record against teams that are greater than 500, which is one of John's favorite stats and has won me over a little bit, especially going into playoff time, because there's two things, right? There's being a great regular season and there's racking up as many wins as he can and dominating the under 500 teams. Come playoffs, you don't play a bad team. It's just, that's, that's how it works. That's kind of what playoffs are. Little analytics there. Take out the bad teams. There is one team in that gulag of should have been good teams that has an over 500 record. And by the way, there's only eight teams in baseball that are over 500 against teams that are above 500. My... F- are you, are you hearing that right? Playing teams that are better than 500. Eight teams are better than 500. The one team in that group, the Cleveland Guardians. The Cleveland Guardians from your AL Central who are a game and a half back felt like a lot of stuff went wrong. They didn't, well, let me start didn't feel like a lot of stuff went wrong. Felt like they couldn't hit at all. And by the way, they're starting to put up some offense this month. J-Ram, Back on his MVP shit, and he's getting help from Naylor, Rosario, a couple other guys. I'm in on the Guardians because their division is still super in play, and I like that over 500 thing. I think that can be valuable. The other teams above 500, by the way, against other good teams above 500. Rays, Rangers, Orioles, yep. Snakes, yep. Uh, Houston Astros, yep. Miami Marlins didn't have that in my book. Braves and Guardians. By the way, this is such a tough stat to truly be good at. Um the Guardians, Braves and Marlins, so 3 of the 8 are one game above 500 against those good teams. The Astros and D-backs, two games. Two games above 500. So um and if you want to hear something scary. The Texas Rangers, they're fifteen and twelve against teams over five hundred. Awesome. The Tampa Bay Rays are twenty nine and fourteen. I think that's easily the most games played besides the Oakland Athletics who can't play themselves. So that skews it. The Rays are a problem, problem, Um, and as of right now, you already know. And it's you know, it's baseball: three game set, five game series, anything can happen, right? Not with the Rays right now. Um, I'm wondering if anyone is going to change it. They have the best record versus left handed pitching, the best hand versus right handed pitching. They're just a wagon. They're just a wagon. So, I'm in on Cleveland. One of the teams of the Padres Mariners, Mets, Phillies is going to go. And on the opposite side of that, I guess if you're Pirates, Marlins, could it be a year where the Yankees eat it? I don't know. I don't think so. Right now, the roster feels really tough, but they are missing two of their better two-way players that aren't two-way two-way players but
1: offense defense offense
0: defense players od players that doesn't sound cool
1: fact sounds bad
0: yeah, yeah. sounds
1: sounds bad the
0: angels are 36 and 31 hopefully if your team is one of those teams that's waiting to hit, press the go button uh I hope it's coming for them soon. Cuz if not it's over. 3 weeks till July 1st. Quick math. Who's good against the the under 500 teams? Oh, Tampa's the best at that too along with the Orioles. Try. Um, no it's a fun one. Those Los Angeles Angels I mentioned? 22-9 and nine against teams under 500. 14-22 against teams over 500. Which is funny because I think last year, did we start calling them our barometer team? A little they, bit. I forget they if were, that was last year or two years ago, but we said been if they, our if they play a before. team better than them, they lose. If they play a team worse than them, they win. And they have been doing that. To the,
1: they might be heading towards barometer status again.
0: To the umpteenth degree. So, hey, if one of those teams, if you've got a lean, if you think you know who's going to go, let me know. Chicago White Sox. My god, 14 and 27 against teams over 500. Um let me know cuz now it's kind of like the final time to call your shot on it. Um I'm gonna keep buying some Guardian stock. I like them before the season. They hit as bad as possible. The division's still in reach. I'm in there. San Diego just got Machado back. Gary Sanchez is a star again.
1: So Tatis's numbers are starting to look like the guy they thought he is. Like Nando.
0: Nando Calrissian. Um I don't know. Third of the way through the season. Uh we might Be having Foolish for Wednesday. A little high and tight Mm. episode uh, as New York sports stink right now and we're sad over here at John Boy Media. So, until then, we'll see you here next Wednesday. Thank you, guys. Love you. Let me know who you think is going to be good.